Oh, sincerely, truly, Christmas. You know I always talk shit about Frank Sinatra, but I have to say it's the Frank Sinatra Christmas songs are pretty good. They are. He's a piece of shit, but his songs are good. I got those J-I-N-G-L-E bells. I like that one. Have a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick. Make it real sharp and stick it in your dick. He'll be coming down the chimney now. <laughs> you ever heard that version of that song? Nope, nope, I can't say that I have. Yeah, it's talking... Because he's saying you suck the piece of the the, the candy cane to tilt to a point, and then you <laughs> shove it in your dick hole. Is the is the is what he's talking about? Have the peppermint stick for old Saint Nick. You make it real sharp. You stick it in your dick. Can't be coming down the chimney now. Frank Sinatra. He's a weird guy. Whatever it takes. That rage will catch you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And maybe it's time to accept that you're the one who's not his type, Rachel. Ooh, burn. Fighting words from our new friend, Maya. Maya, <laughs> Caitlin's, Katie's sister. Yes. Maya, who we've seen in next class. Maya is from was familiar to me, and that must be why all of these people, Zig, all of these people are in next class. Mm -hmm. Is Imogen? No, she's, no, she's gone by old. that point. She's, she's a old. she's a grade twelve. She's an old. Imogen. Yeah, um, Tori does not make it to next class. Imogen was. They kept saying once when she was like, if she maybe if she wouldn't dress like a circus performer. Meanwhile, she showed up at that party, and I was like, she looks great. That's such a cool dress she's wearing. I don't under. I never heard this like Imogen being like. The one that no one liked because she's like too weird until but now. She's like a, a little annoying, but she's like a theater yeah. kid. So what? Like, yeah. deal with it. She's cool. I think. I like Imogen. So I don't know. It might be better than Eli, who's now very into biking, goes to spin class. But he kept calling it spinning class. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to spinning. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you, like, what does that mean? And then he's... yarn. Yeah. I didn't understand it at first, but then I love how he was like... I don't even want to go. To I your think party. I think that the phrase "spin" is trademarked by one company, and so that might be why they said oh, spinning. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then because a lot imagine... of people call it like psych indoor cycling because they can't use that word. Oh, look at that's a that's mm -hmm. a something yeah, I learned, learned right something now. New. I like when Imogen was like, "I will go to your feet or fet fet." What did she say? Fet. Yeah, fet. not your feet. Mm -hmm. Fet. I always thought that was, I never knew how to say that word. A I know the feet word fetish. A feet fetish. I'll go to hear a feet fetish. But isn't someone a feet? Like if they're like femin feminine? No. That, is, how do you say that? A fet? Oh, I know what word you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know how you say that one. I think I'm right. But it might not be. You never know. It's a, it, Rach, this is the thing. This uh, Broomheads, Rachel and I are celebrating the holidays today because mm -hmm. we're recording this on December 17th. You won't hear this until Christmas has long passed. This <laughs> but will we're come out. celebrating. <laughs> What'd you say? But we're celebrating all the yeah. same. <laughs> we're drinking eggnog with booze in it. We're both wearing um, holiday necklaces. The light, the, the light, the light ones. bulb ones. Mine light. Rachel's do not. My battery's dead. And then we have Santa Claus hats on mm -hmm. because we're celebrating the holiday season and, and the degree, degree duck. duck. 
And if do, you're the type do. of person who after the holidays is like, I can't do holiday stuff because it makes me sad because I miss the holidays or you're like, I hate the holidays so much and I'm just so relieved they're over. Well, then I guess this is a trigger warning because we're going to be talking about the holiday season and the Dickory Duck. And a doopsie do. We're going to get a visit from our old friend Santa Claus at some point. I think I can just feel it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just going to be that way. This is the Christmas episode, even though it's coming out after the Christmas season. Right, Rach? Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to also celebrate Christmas when we record the Patreon bonus episode, which is many, many, many Christmas movies this year. Many, I, many. I still can't wrap my head around how the fuck we're going to do this, but we're going to try it. Yeah. Unfortunately... There's one that Pat found that came out this year, but it seems like it came out only in Canada. So we are not able to watch it with Jake Epstein and Paula Brancati, which would have been a fantastic one to see. Yeah, that would have, that's for all the fanfic writers who were like, what if Jake dated Mona? I mean, uh, <laughs> Jane, sorry. And also you said Jake and his name is Craig. Craig, sorry. Craig. I, well, I finished this whole eggnog because you're talking so much beforehand. I finished the whole, my yeah, whole we're damn also drinking eggnog. eggnog. Eggnog, what do you think? Give it a verdict. Give it a, on a scale of one to ten. Does it or doesn't it? What do you think, Rach? I think it does. But it's also my first glass, so. I kind of like it, but if I think about it too hard, I don't know why it's I don't want to think about it. It's eggs. I know. It's gross. <laughs> it's in the name. It's, it's right also there. Nog. It tells you what it is. And it's like, oh, did you want to? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you Rocky? Do you want to drink all these eggs? <laughs> You're going to yes, get so I, fit. <laughs> why, yes, I do. Thank you You're very gonna much. You're going to drink like a gallon of eggnog and just be so fit. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. That's really going to. That's what that's what it's going to do. <laughs> yes. Can I have these eggs? All of these eggs. But also, can you pour about eight fingers worth of bourbon in it? <laughs> So I can be shit canned before we even start recording the episode. Yeah. Whose fingers are we using? That's a lot for, of fingers. That's a lot of fingers. That's like a very large glass. You ever see um, in the movie Jaws when he pours the wine, the red wine, and he pours it all the way up to the top of like the pint glass? Mm-hmm. That's like what I did with the booze. I didn't really. I probably did. If I'm being honest with you, I probably did three. Okay. Three no, fingers. No, no. I probably did about two. I probably did two. Two fingers. Okay. Two fingers, which is also peace. Peace frogs, which you did not know existed. Right on the peace frog. <laughs> well, Rachel, we are a few days removed from your 23rd birthday. So how you doing, pal? How was it? Yeah. What's my age again? 23. It's always, <laughs> I hate that though, when people are like, oh, it's my seventh 30th birthday it's like just who fucking cares nobody gives a shit how old you are like <laughs> yeah not a not I turned a 39 still in my 30s but just She's barely still in her 30s the twilight of her 30s mm-hmm. she is the edward oh so i'm cullen gonna the edward cullen of my 30s <laughs> at least it's better than being the jacob of my 30s My daughter's trying to break in the room right now as we record, and she's just going, no, my daddy's not busy. <laughs> she's trying to get in. I locked the door. She can't get in. I'd like to see her try. What were we talking about? Your um, birthday. My Your birthday. birthday. 39 years old, the Jacob mm-hmm. of birthdays. No, I'm the Edward, Edward Cullen of birthdays. You're the Stephanie Meyer of birthdays. You're in the, <laughs> Stephanie, the, Twilight, the Stephanie Meyer of your 30s. <laughs> 
I can't remember anyone else's name from that damn movie. I was going to try to make a joke about it, but. Oh, there's Carlisle <laughs> Cullen, of course. Renezme Cullen. Oh, God, Renezme. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, of course. I was thinking great... of some of the weird brothers and stuff. Yeah, there's a who's lot. Who's the of... weird? Who's the weird brother? Jasper. Jasper. Thank you. Jasper Cullen. Yeah, I don't want to be in the Jasper of my 30s, that's for sure. Well, tell us all how you're feeling. It's been, it was your birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday. I went um, surfing in Costa Rica for my birthday. Uh, yeah. First time I ever spent my birthday somewhere warm. Yep. Which was interesting. See that girl. Watch that scene. Digging the surfing queen. Famous. That's me. Pat did ask me if he could call me Bodie now. Bodie from Point Break, the boat is Zaffa. Mm-hmm. If you were if you were riding the curl as good as Bert Bodie does, or it riding was not, the no. what's it when they the tube? Were you tu- getting the tube? Yeah. Mm. Tube tubular coming out of the tube with a real radical kind of fucking thing. <clears throat> I love it. I'm glad. But yeah, it was really fun. I was there with a couple friends. We um, who also were surfing with me, and we saw some weird animals. Saw not not all weird animals, but some cool ones. Saw a giant cockroach. That's a cool um, animal. I that's love a cool that. animal. I saw a monkey and a mother monkey and a baby monkey. Mm. Could have been a daddy monkey and a baby monkey. I don't know. It was just you don't know. It was a parent monkey and a baby monkey. Okay. Um, saw some saltwater crocodiles. Saw iguanas. Saw like an, a giant orange and blue iguana. Wow. Um, just chilling. Lots of cool birds. Yeah. So all good. in all, pretty radical. Pretty. Tubular, pretty tubular, one? yeah, Good. pretty tubular. No complaints. I got back last night, so just getting into the Christmas spirit because they were trying to get us in the Christmas spirit. There, they came and decorated our. We had like a deck, and they came and decorated our deck with like a white Christmas tree and some real jazzy lights that could give someone seizures, maybe. Sure. Um, and it was very cool, but I was like, it's also ninety degrees, and I just don't understand. And a tropical Christmas, I'm not used to it. You're not used to it, although no. it's just about ninety degrees here. To be fair, it's pretty, yeah, not, it's, it's not really but hot it's and rainy. <laughs> we went to see the zoo lights yesterday. Not a coat among us. None of us wore a coat. It was wow. So I went to see the zoo lights in um, Oakland when I was out there for Thanksgiving, and it mm. was chilly. It was chilly. We had some hot chocolate with booze in it. There was a uh, hot chocolate with booze at the zoo, but the line was too long and it mm. was going crazy. And I was like, I want it, but I'm not going to wait for it. Yeah. That was my issue. Well, that's good. You've been listening to some Christmas carols. I just started again today. I hadn't really been listening to too much uh, the last few days. And a long December. Did you listen to that when you were in Costa Rica or did you <sighs> fuck fu- up? I, f- I fucked up. Well, I did not listen it. to a long December. That's so I'm going to have a terrible 2024. You're fucked. You're done. I mean, yeah. you messed up. You could. You have your headphones. I know. I know. I could have done it and I just didn't do it. I'm, I remembered I'm, like one day. I don't want to hear any complaints about it in the new year when you're like, I know. have you been good? Have you this rutabaga is just not my rutabaga is not coming in. Have you, did you keep your streak going? Listening to a long December. Mm-hmm. Of course I did. I listen to it every day in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, no, is it the December. first thing you do when you wake up? No, I usually, I catch it. I catch it at some point. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. like 1156 PM and I'm like, Ooh, I <laughs> got to get it. Got to fill get it, it in. in. I feel like as long as you get some of it in, it's okay, yeah. Even if you don't get through the whole thing, it counts. 
Ho! Did I hear somebody say a long December? It certainly has been a long December. How are you, Rachel? It's good to see you. Happy birthday. It's me, your old friend, Santa Claus. I heard you fucking shitheads managed to make this so that this episode is going to come out after Christmas. What kind of bullshit is that? We can't control the calendar. I'm sorry, Oh, but Santa. you can, Rachel. You could easily control it. Just put it out a week early. <laughs> As a Christmas gift to your loyal listeners, say, here you are, and then you take another one away from them later like a real sneaky shithead. <laughs> Rachel, I had the... I've had the... Elves working day and night to make all of your furniture for your little dollhouse. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Wait till you see it. It looks great. I can't wait. Is what, what kind of is it like mid-century furniture? Like what vibe are you going for? I don't fucking know. I just told them to do it. I don't look at it. They put it in a box and I leave it in your house and I eat your cookies and I feed the reindeer the carrots that you leave at the house. Is, are carrots the reindeer's favorite food? No, but they need it. I know they don't. It's like any child. They don't want to eat the vegetables. They'd rather eat the cookies. But I'm not. I'm like, dog, I need you to see. That's the whole point of a reindeer flying through the air at Mm, night. So you need those carrots. To eat the carrots because that's what carrots do. Do you let them have any dip or anything to go with the carrots or just straight carrots? If somebody leaves a dip, maybe a little bit. But normally okay. people don't, they don't want to leave it because it costs a little too much money. So they just leave. And I got to tell you something, P- people, parents of children who leave things out for mm-hmm. Santa Claus's reindeers, there's eight of them. Most of these people leave in one fucking carrot. What am I supposed to do with that? A little oh, do you have to like feed? One? Do you have to feed a, one a carrot at one house and one at another house? And, and what I'm trying to say here also is I've got you realize I have to go all over the world in one night. I don't have time to stop at each reindeer and say, take a little bite, take a little bite. So just please leave eight fucking carrots or don't leave any carrots for all I care. I don't, I mean, it's not, (laughs) this is a new thing. Mm -hmm. No one was ever leaving carrots. The reindeer are fed. They're well fed. But then Mm -hmm. I see them and I'm like, I might as well give it to them, get their, get them juices flowing a little bit. But I get (laughs) one and it's just, this is not worth it. I'd rather have none. You know what I'm saying, Rachel? Yeah. But it's been a wonderful holiday season, unseasonably warm, but I think that is going to become seasonable as we move forward in this world. So I think we've got to get used to it. Oh, 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 I don't like it. I don't no. like it. I don't like it either. It, do- it doesn't bode well for the North Pole. It's, it's going to be a lot of ah, melting ice and snow. I have not even had any icicles hanging off my long white beard. Mm. Not cold That's enough. That's what you want. You want to have the icicles hanging off your long white beard if you're Santa. Rachel, mm-hmm. what else? What are you giving as a good Christmas gift to some people? What are you giving your mother for Christmas? She doesn't listen to this shit. She'll never know. Um... I actually already got her a gift Uh um, that she already got. So I went to, I went to London earlier this year. Oh, (laughs) it's not by my mother's five below. (laughs) You went to five below (laughs) even worse. Um, I went to London earlier this year and I got um, both my parents. There was a, 
an exhibition of photographs Paul McCartney had taken when nice. in 63 and 64. And I got a limited edition print of one of the photographs that um, Paul McCartney took of George and John. Um, oh. So I got them that and I got them the book from the exhibition. It's a pretty big, well, it's expensive a print. So, I, but I, I just really... gave it to them in July. I was really hoping you'd say something I could shit on, but that's good. I can't, there's nothing I can do about that. You gave me, you gave good things. Very mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Rachel, the kids, the children these days, they don't mm -hmm. believe in Santa as much as I'd like, you know, it's mm -hmm. make, been making me very sad, but what am I going to do about it? Their parents are telling them I'm not real. Do you believe this? That's terrible. Because they don't want to lie. I don't want to lie to my children. Well, the whole point of having children, you lie to them until they don't understand lie like they don't know yeah so you got to keep it going but i don't want to lie i don't want to lie well take the magic out of christmas then because magic is lying is magic that's what lying mm. is it's mm. magic it is a it's its own form of magic here's a perfect example i don't want to go to a party right mm -hmm. i'm fine i just don't want to go to a stupid party i yeah. send a text message i say sorry can't go i'm sick Magic. That's ma it's a magic <laughs> trick for you. Are you saying this is Santa? Santa, you got invited to a party? No, I'm saying in general. I love, oh, 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 I love a party. I go to all the parties. Every mm -hmm. every party I get invited to, except for me, it's always at elves' houses. They're all so oh, small. That's got to be I hard have, to fit in. It's hard for me to get in, but I still love it because they their booze is surprisingly strong for small elves. Do they have like a really high tolerance, or do they just like to get wasted? They love getting fucked up, these assholes. Let me tell you something. They're very good, diligent workers. So when they mm -hmm. let loose, they really let loose. Let mm -hmm. me tell you. Mm -hmm. And by loose, their pants are off on their heads. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you one thing. If the elves had HR... Oh, their Christmas parties. Their Christmas parties wouldn't <laughs> they be would as, not be the same. Be as fun as they are, if you know what I'm saying, right, Rachel? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rachel knows what I'm talking I about. I do. I do. Well, Rach, it's always good to be here for the season. But again, you cocked this one up, as I said, the two of you, you and that other asshole you talk to all the time. Yeah. Oh, he, he leaves when I get here. He's afraid of me. He runs out the room. Does he hang like, out in a closet with uh, well, Mr. Del I don't know where he goes. He's always like, I don't want to see you because if I see you, it ruins it. I'm like, what? It's gotcha. probably what he says to when he's banging, too, you know? He's <laughs> <laughs> a weirdo. If I see you, it ruins it. If I see your face, it ruins it for me. <laughs> <laughs> why he would say what that means really <laughs> i want that to be on on him but it yeah. feel like it's not as i think back to it i feel like it's not that one's not on him as much as i'd like it to be it should be on him <laughs> oh i got it i got it uh-huh here here's how i do it here's how mm -hmm. i make it work so here's this is how i make it work he runs out of here, and, he, and you keep all that other stuff. I'm not asking you to cut it. We keep okay, all the okay. other stuff. It's gotcha, very fun. Gotcha. He goes, he runs out of here, and he's like, oh, if I see your face, it ruins it. And I was like, that's what your wife must say when you're banging. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, you got it. Sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to workshop a joke. You know that's how, that's what it's for. That's what the performances are for. You don't get it on the first try. You gotta you gotta take a little time with it. Santa, I got a question for you. I love this. Um, so I'm drinking some eggnog first time in a while, and Pat got me all in my got all in my head about it, and I was just thinking about egg yolks just dripping down my throat, and I'm wondering how do you feel about eggnog? 
I'm feeling like Rocky over here. Like I'm training for a big game. That's what it is. Match whatever he's training for. (laughs) It makes you healthy, the eggnog. It doesn't clog anything up at all. It just makes you ready for the big game. (laughs) What do I think of it? Here's what I'm going to say to you, Rachel. I'm Santa Claus. You know, the big big kahuna. The -hmm. big cheese. You know how when you don't want to... If you're a person who is like a regular... uh, goes out on the regular, does things and enjoys life on the regular. And then New Year's Eve creeps around and you're like, oh, I'm not going out on New Year's Eve. That's for the amateurs, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about eggnog. <laughs> for me, you know what I like to have? Bacon nog. Bacon fat. That's what I, I put wow. a little booze in the bacon fat and suck that down. Ooh, wow. yummy in the tummy, as I say. <laughs> I bet that keeps you jolly year-round. Oh, the jolliest of all jollies. I love it so much. But anyway, it's always good. The season is nice. It's happy to be here. This is the first time I have only been around such few amount of times because you do so many fewer episodes now. So what am I going to do? I got to go. have a chance this week because we're going to record the Patreon this week also. It's good to see you. Good to see you too, Santa. Tell we'll see everybody us next week. It's Christmas next week. It is. Uh, you won't see me though. I'm in and out really quick. You can't tell okay. me. It's, uh, in order for me to do it, it's 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 a whole thing. There's science behind it. It's magic. It. It's magic, but it's also science. It's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I just do it. I just sit in the in the thing and it goes, and then I'm like, oh, and then the next thing I know, it's over. <laughs> And then I lounge on the beach. Maybe I'll go to Costa Rica for some surf lessons with uh, Philippe. What was his name, your surf instructor? Esteban. Oh, yes. I know what he wanted for Christmas, but he don't think he got it. He was 17. (laughs) He was a baby. Well, I think he was still interested. (laughs) (laughs) Wrote me a letter, Dear Santa. He didn't write me a letter. I'm just kidding. He's 17. <laughs> He's too old to be writing a letter to Santa Claus. It's true. It's true. Have a hickory stick for old Saint Nick. A hickory stick. Because <laughs> hickory dickory duck. So I confused. You got it I, all I got it all confused. This eggnog, is, this eggnog is really starting to, starting to work its magic. Eight fingers of booze in there. Jeez, we better get into this fucking... I gotta go. See you later. Ho, ho, ho. A Merry Christmas, everybody. I know it's after Christmas, but what can we do? But you know, Rach, I'm not here to talk about egg yolk. Not today. I mean, we are, but we are. (laughs) But but we'll also talk about other things. Hickory sticks, peppermint sticks, Mm -hmm. Santa Claus, Santa Claus coming to town. Santa Claus's list that he's checking twice. We're not here to talk about any of that. Instead, we're here to talk about Degrassi. More specifically, Degrassi episodes 1132 and 1133. 32nd and the 33rd uh, episodes of the 11th season of Degrassi. Which is still somehow telling me that this is not a new season. But that's what they're telling me. Really, the 262 and the 263rd episodes. But because of all the two-parters, it's the 186th. It's called Underneath It All. We finally got to one, Rach. We got to one that I know you're going to care about so much. Rach, Underneath It All is a no-doubt song, which I thought was a Gwen Stefani solo joint and originally. No, but no. No, I know, I know it's not. You're really it's also around the time that she started doing her solo stuff. To be fair, the so. shit is bananas. Rachel, B- what's A-N-A-N-A-S. your favorite No Doubt song? 
Oh, this is tough. Uh, no Doubt was my favorite band for a very long time. <laughs> Trapped in a box. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> Trapped in a box is a great song. That music video is amazing. Um, I was listening to a little bit of No Doubt earlier today. Not a lot. I don't listen to No Doubt very often anymore. I would not like consider them my favorite band anymore, but they were my first real favorite band. Absolutely, absolutely love them. Certainly not since Fuel exists. <laughs> I, they were my favorite band for a long time, and then somewhere it just dropped off. And I don't know if that's just getting fire. older and, you know, like growing up and growing out of things a little bit or what. Like, but I never listened to that 2012 album. I think I own it. I definitely have a box set of something of theirs, but I don't prize it as much as my Blur box set. I don't remember. I remember that that album came out vaguely. Like, I don't think I ever heard any songs from it. I think I looked at the track listing and I think I knew one of the songs. But when I was probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something in that range was when I first heard. It was like after Tragic, Tragic Kingdom came out, in, came out in late 1995. And I heard okay. No Doubt in like 1996. And I just like absolutely fell in love with them. And I just became super obsessed. And I... I didn't even want to be Gwen Stefani. I just wanted to be like near her. Like, mm. I was like, I'd love to be like her sister or something like That's just to cool. be near this greatness that is Gwen Stefani. I think that like there were not a whole lot of the only people that I kind of felt were like the women that you could kind of idolize in rock bands around that time were her and Courtney Love and Shirley Manson. And obviously there were other women who were making music, but <laughs> to like me, those were the only ones I really knew of. Yeah, and Courtney Love, Courtney Love was a little bit out there, I would say, for like being like a 12 year old idol. And mm -hmm. then Shirley Manson is fucking fantastic. I just don't think that I could kind of relate to her in the same way. Whereas like there was something about Gwen Stefani that was just super relatable for a preteen girl. And she just seemed so fucking cool. And she cared about things that like a preteen girl also cared about and sang about those things. And so it just kind of like was great. I was listening to the band Splain about No Doubt very recently on my drive back from Thanksgiving. It was in the seventh or eighth hour of my drive that I listened to that three hour podcast. Yeah. Um, and one thing that they said that I really appreciated, it was um, Bethany Custatino was on from Best Coast for that episode. And they were talking about how, Gwen sang about love and like kind of got shat on a little bit for it. And they're like, you know, someone like Robert Smith sings about love and no one is like shitting on him for that and how simplistic it is. Um, but it's like I, listening to it. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate her like outright honesty in her lyrics about like what she cared about. And I think that that's really something admirable. I know she's very problematic when it comes to appropriating other cultures. I'm not going to get into that or her well, more recent solo. Stuff. We're talking about no doubt. No, no doubts. No, no doubts. Free of that, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For the most part, I well, feel I guess like ska is appropriating another culture in its own right. Jamaican it is culture. Yeah. Um. And but I I don't know. I think it was also like part of the timing of when they grew up in Southern California and like what everyone was listening to. Um. And also like wearing a bindi was not great. But she oh, had been right. dating an Indian guy and been part of his family and spent a lot of time with them. So I kind of understand that a little bit more. But I forgot like, that she did that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I they were my favorite band for a long time. So it is really, really hard to pick a song. And I was like, I, I also will say that I think that 
Tragic Kingdom and Return of Saturn. I can't pick a favorite album of theirs because they're all so different and they're good for different reasons. And even the early stuff, um, the self-titled and Beacon Street Collection are great for different reasons. But I don't think that it's um, it's it's they're so different. But I think that Tragic Kingdom and Return of Saturn are great whole albums. You can listen to start to finish and it's just really strong the whole way through. They both have songs I don't like on them, but I think that those songs are still good. And both those songs are number seven on both albums. <laughs> what songs are they? The Climb. Oh, I love and, The Climb. And Magic's in the Makeup. Yeah, Magic's in the Makeup's kind of not great. I Is love it The Magic's Climb. in the Makeup? Why don't you like The Climb? I love The Climb. It's just, I think that as like a 12-year-old, I just did not care for it. It was, or a 10-year-old. It's just so long i think there was like a point in time when i no sorry my favorite magics in the makeup i do like i was like but it's another m song and that's why i got the titles mixed up it's marry me oh yeah that song sucks but i love i don't love magics in the makeup either though magics in the makeup it's all right but i narrowed it down to eight songs i know (laughs) i kind of want to hear i want to hear what they all i want to hear all of them this is so I I have a favorite from each album. I have favorites that are singles. I have favorites that are B sides, and I think that most importantly, I have to say, in the Christmas season, I think that you they're can't cover pick of Oi to, to the, the world. world. You can't pick Oi to no, the no. World. I know that it's, but if I just want to mention it, that I think their cover of Oi to the World is fantastic, and I love it. The Vandal song. Oi to the I want to hear all eight songs, and then okay. I want to hear your thought process because I feel like mm-hmm. I sometimes I tend to like eat this segment up, and I want you to eat this segment okay. up today. Okay, um, so their first album... Oh, this also made me think about how hard it was when I really liked them to find things. I remember when I was 12, we stayed at my cousin's rental house in Ocean City, New Jersey, and that TV got much music, which mm. we didn't normally have. Um, and... No, wait. They didn't get much music. They got the box. Mm-hmm. And I didn't normally have the box, and the box showed... Sunday morning and it was the first time I'd ever seen the music video for Sunday morning and I like flipped out because you like I just couldn't see this normally because we didn't have YouTube like you couldn't just have access to so many things like they have all the fucking b-sides on Spotify now like I just you had to like dig for stuff and I kind of missed some of that like trying to find things but I also remember seeing the The music video for trapped in a box like Trapped in the box trapped in the box on the box on the box um but yeah, that first album, it, the first album and um, the self-titled and Beacon Street are fine. Like they kind of represent a time and a place, but it's there's a reason why they didn't like hit it big on those. <laughs> like, I think we should say for those of you who don't know, the box was a television station where you could call. It was like it was called the jukebox, but they called it mm-hmm. the shortened it to the box. Mm-hmm. And it was like a jukebox where you could call you'd call a number and pay money. And, and they would show things. They would show, they would have like numbers. It would be like mm-hmm. Sunday morning by no doubt, three, four, seven, nine. And you would like put in your credit card information or whatever. And then you'd put three, four, seven, nine. And then you would just like wait until it came on. And sometimes it would be like a very long time. <laughs> I didn't know that that was the part of it. I just like watched yeah, it until it came worked. on. Um, it was that just was pure where luck. you could see the uncut justify my love video. Mm-hmm. before because they wouldn't show it on mtv so that's oh. where we would watch the box channel 55 and watch the box oh. waiting yeah for we did not have the box on our cable so i was thrilled that this new jersey beach house there you go <laughs> it was amazing um so i have 
I have a song from every album, but I have more than one song from some of them. Yeah. Okay. So I think on the first two, um, on the first album, the self-titled let's get back is a great song. Mm -hmm. Um, trapped in a box is fun and funny, Mm -hmm. um, and ridiculous. And it's Tom Dumont wrote that song about television Mm -hmm. and how people just watch too much TV. And the video kind of is very obviously about that too, but let's get back is like not a bad song. It's like a fun, um, album but it's not there's a reason why they didn't really get very far with it and then they released beacon street collection right before they um released tragic kingdom and the best song on that is total hate 95 that they did with brad knoll from Mm. sublime before he died um they used to do a lot of stuff with um sublime like in like 95 uh Mm. i never got to see no doubt during that era i didn't get to see them until the rocksteady tour just like circumstance. I think they just didn't come around like where I was or something like that. But, um, and when I saw them, I passed out at the end of the concert and had to go to the hospital. Cause you were from, (laughs) from pure excitement. I passed out. I figured out I hadn't eaten that much. And I think I thought that was part of it, but later realized that I just have a thing where I pass out easily. And I think I was overheated because I was like right up in the front. You were like, Oh God, Gwen. It was too much. It was too much. You put your hand, the back of your hand on your forehead and just went, Oh yeah. They used to have, they had a VHS of a live concert of theirs from the Tragic Kingdom. And you'd tour. watch it and pass out at the end of it every time you watched it. it I watched it faint. so much, like over and over and over again. And I think that they, I feel like on that, there was some kind of sublime crossover. And that's why wow. I was like, oh, they have like a thing with them. Um, anyway, so then from Tragic Kingdom, my favorite of like the big singles. In general, my favorite of the big singles are two songs. Sunday Morning is fantastic. And then Hella Good from Rocksteady. Mm. That's um, a good one. Hella Good's great. Hella Good is great. It's such a fun dance song. I really, that that album came out right around my birthday when I turned 17. Um, I remember getting it right around my 17th birthday. You were rocking steady to that. <sighs> Fuck yes. Um, and then Happy Now is my favorite deep cut from tragic kingdom love i it. think that's a great song i love new new is such a great oh, song, such a great song. Oh, what movie was that from go go yeah that Christmas was such movie. a good song and then my favorite real deep cut is that when you bought return of saturn if you bought it when it first came out you got a special limited edition single of one of many songs they had like four different ones and i heard them all because <laughs> probably bought multiple copies to get all of them oh look at you what a fan i know but my favorite one is called full circle and it's just such a good song and i'm surprised that it didn't make the cut to be on the album it doesn't quite feel like return to saturn but it's a really good song so i highly recommend it's on their singles collection it's on um spotify so you can listen to it but highly recommend full circle full circle all right so is those the eight or is there yeah, no? those are the eight. All those right. Are the eight. So ultimately, you got to whittle it down. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Here? So how, I'm going to take it? out. Let's get back. Yeah, I'm obviously going to take out Oi to the World. I'm going to take out Total Hate 95. I love Sunday Morning, but I'm going to take it out. Wow. I thought that was going to be the one. Shocked. Yeah. Shocked. You, did, did you take out Trapped in a Box? 
I did. That wasn't okay. in there. It okay. was it was let's get back. All right. So what um, are we dealing with now? We got hella good. We got what else? Full circle. We full got circle. happy now and we've got new. Oh man, dude. I thought Sunday morning was gonna be the one. I know. Right. It's oh, I'm gonna take out fourth mm, place. This is fourth place. Fourth place. Fourth take, place is Knock it out. Hella good. Wow. I thought it was gonna be hella good then. Yeah. Man, place, I don't know where third this is place, going. Third place is full circle. Mm, all right, so what are we dealing with right now? We got Happy new. Now and New. Oh, those are really good. That's a hard yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to go two new, one Happy Now. I thought that's what you were going to do. Finally yeah. at the end when we got yeah. there. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank so you. new. Oh, that song is so good. It, I was going to listen to some Christmas music today and then I was like, I should listen to No Doubt instead. And that came on just like shuffle on No Doubt. And it was oh, beautiful. And I can't Return to Saturn's the fucking jam, dude. There's so many good songs of that. Ex-Girlfriend's a great song. Mm-hmm. Good single, good oh. video. And Gwen's pink hair is just amazing when she had yeah. pink hair and braces. I mean, I think every teenage girl just related so heavily. Everybody to her. was like, let's get braces. Yeah. And pink hair. She's, that's it. I love it. My favorite, no doubt, song is Simple Kind of Life. No mm. question about it. That's a really good song. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like a, the least no doubt, no doubt song. Not really. I mean, yeah. and I love no. I love very no doubt, no doubt songs too. Mm-hmm. What's I your love, What's your least favorite no doubt song? Oh, I don't know what my least favorite is. I don't like have a least favorite. I don't like okay. "Marry Me." I also don't yeah. like "Magic's in the Makeup." To be fair, interesting. Okay. Um. Uh. What else? I don't really know. I think "Hella Good" is pretty silly, but I like it. Yeah. What was another? What I used was to the, love making out on um, uh, that album too. What was the other single from that album? Um, Hella, Hella Good is when question. they're on the jet skis. Yes, that is that one. There's another. Hey one. baby. Yeah, I could give or take. Hey baby, but it's still pretty yeah. good. I mean, I don't dislike yeah. it. I don't yeah, know. It's I, it's it's good. It's funny. Um, they talked a lot on Bandsplain about how obvious some of the like is Gavin cheating on me lyrics are in a lot of these. Mm. Like, which I was like, yeah, I get that now. I didn't really notice it as a teenager, but I could see that now. And all I wanted was a simple thing. That's a, a great song. Kind of life. Spiderwebs, um, that's a fucking fantastic a great song. banger. D- fucking don't. We, no one even mentioned Don't Speak. Yeah. I mean, Don't Speak is a great song. I think I've just heard it so many times. It's so good. It's, it's such a good song. I watched that music video so many times. It's so good. Yeah. No doubt rules. They really do. I I feel sad that I feel like she disconnected from them. Shelton. <laughs> yeah. And all of the things that have happened since. Um But she gets you know what she is. At least she's getting all that band. um time to come someone to come home for Christmas, buddy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> she is really benefiting from our love of the time for X to come home for Christmas. She's, t- she's all, I wonder if she met Sinead Graham's I wonder if there would be a time for X to come home for Christmas that it's about how X goes back to becoming Twitter. <laughs> oh, come on. I love it. <laughs> time for Gwen to come home for Christmas. That would be a big yeah. Hallmark movie. Yeah. Oh, is it? where? Where's my home? 
<laughs> like your Gwen Stefani voice. <laughs> that it's like, I identify it with her, but it does not sound like her. <laughs> In the woods, maybe? <laughs> oh, do you have a Christmas tree farm? <laughs> I'm going to get my stilettos all muddy, maybe. Oh, man. They introduced me to Anaheim, California. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. They sure to did. To ska. They have so much ska in their early albums. They love ska. They love as ska. As we all do. As we all, as we all, as yeah. the Deem, the Deem podcast is a celebration of ska always. Always and forever. Yeah. No question about Gwen it. Gwen Stefani made those ribbed white tank tops look so cool. Yeah. And those plaid pants, oh, plaid pants and bondage pants. And she wore um, scants, the skirts over pants. <laughs> she did that in like ex-girlfriend. She had like scants that were bondage pants. And it was just like, what is this? But it's amazing. And then we all did it too. And you could put a K in there instead of a C. They're like scants, like scants. Scants. Skirt pants, but for ska. Yes, so they're all checked. Also, <laughs> Gwen Stefani was so hot. Like when you, were, I was mm-hmm. like of that age to just be like absolutely in love with. Gwen. I mean, we all were. Mm-hmm. Please, yeah. I mean, I think we all just like I wanted to be her so badly. Like she just seemed so cool. Yeah, I don't know. The magic was in the makeup the whole time, though. <laughs> Probably. That shit's bananas. Did you see Bradley Knoll's son performed with Sublime and sang no. the songs? Yeah. Wow. Um, Barely even met his dad, that kid. He was wow. Dead before he was, he was dead when he was a baby. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. I, um, I don't love Underneath at all, though, I gotta say. Oh, I like it. It's okay. It's, it's a like high- a bit like, meh. I only know the singles after Return to Saturn. Those are the only mm-hmm. albums I had was Tragic Kingdom and Return to Saturn. Mm-hmm. And then I became just like into the singles. So I don't know any of those deep cuts. Mm. Those deep cuts, if you will. But I love the singles. Deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Until you get to that last album that I don't know. But so like what besides the shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, is a, a big solo song. What's her big solo song? I always thought it was underneath it all. Oh, Sweet Escape. Oh, right. We talked about that recently. Yeah. um, Oh, well, uh, Rocksteady came out on December 11th, 2001. So that's why I was like, I definitely got it for my birthday. You did. You did. You definitely did. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, la, 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 la. What's that song? TikTok, make it drop. DJ, throw my speakers <laughs> up tonight. I'm a fight till we see. No, that's Kesha, Rach. That's Kesha. TikTok um, on the spot. So, Ramis, don't stop it. Go, oh, oh, oh. I love Kesha. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is that song not showing up in here? Which one? Um, Hollaback Girl. Is, yeah, that's that's the one that's that bananas. I Bananas. Um, Sweet Escape. Rich Girl. Oh yeah, Rich Girl was a big one. What you waiting for? Oh right, yep. That's that's a TikTok song. I think that's the best of her. That's my favorite of her solo songs. Which is what? What song of hers is your favorite from the Trolls soundtrack? Is it Hair Up, or which one from the Trolls soundtrack? Who did they do a cover of for like one of their later? 
I think when they did like a compilation thing, they did. Uh... Are no doubt still technically like not broken up like they could come back at any time. I think they could come back at any time. They just haven't. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's my life. That's 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 Bon Jovi. Middling. That's Bon Jovi. Yeah. It's no. now Frankie said I did it my way. Come on, it's Bon Jovi. I, I miss the Bon Jovi rest out. It's my They came life. out around bon the same time. He's dying. It's my life. Fair that fairy tale in New York. My God, we should listen to that again. Just yeah. Remember. So you are choosing simple kind of life and I'm choosing happy now is yeah. the what we came to after like 30 minutes of talking about this. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Do you remember that listening to that Bon Jovi version of Fairy Tale in New York the way it he sang so that? It was so bad. It was so bad. Oh my god. Christmas D Galway B. <laughs> I got to listen to that. Just again. like ruin it. <laughs> I got to listen to it. Shane McGowan that fucking killed him. It took a year but it killed him. <laughs> He sat on that, just killed him. It was so bad that it killed him slowly. (laughs) Fucking Bon Jovi. Just made him sick. He got like sepsis from it. Rest in peace, Andre Brower. Oh, God. That one hit real hard. Frank Pembleton. Frank Pembleton, like I said, is one of the best television characters of all time. I mean, ACAB, but Frankie Pembleton was a great character. Yeah. We love Andre Brower. 61 years old. Apparently had a short battle with lung cancer. Fucking hell. Yeah, this sucks. Hearts go out to his kids. He was a great actor. His yeah. wife. Just genuinely seemed like a good guy yeah. and a very good actor. Very good actor. One of the best. Yeah, this is the time of year when a lot of people just die. So keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> keep your keep your ears open. What is it about the holiday season that people are like, I'm good? Well, it's the Dickory Duck, probably. Yeah, and the Doopty Doo or yeah. just the Dickory Duck? <laughs> I think it's both. I think it's the Dickory Duck coupled with the Doopty Doo, and it just takes people out. Fucking... It's a lot. It's tough this time of year. It's it is hard. Doopty Doo. It is hard. Now everybody's like, wait, it's supposed to be cold, but it's not cold. What's happening? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Dickory Duck. And then they're trying to, and then. You can't, people are impressionable and they listen to songs and they think they're supposed to take the candy cane and suck it till it's a point and then shove it in their dick. And then that kills people also. I don't know if you knew that. Is that like a TikTok trend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. They, TikTok, they shove, TikTok. they shove candy canes in their dick while eating Tide Pods and, uh, I don't know. Drowning themselves with Gatorade for some <laughs> challenge. I don't know. The ice bucket challenge. Really That's ice bucket. what it was. Sorry, it wasn't the Gatorade bucket challenge. Simpler times, the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, we we still have to talk days. about these episodes, or are we good? <laughs> these are not great episodes, I gotta say. Hit me with your best blurb, Rach. Okay. Come on. <clears throat> we met some new people. All right. And underneath it all, Fiona learns that the popular crowd isn't all it's cracked up to be. The new step-siblings contemplate having sex, and we meet our new grade niners. Snake is disappointed in everyone. I will say all that step-sibling stuff was really getting me going. (laughs) I like how Marisol was like, there's step-siblings now. I know. It's like the first thing. (laughs) That should be illegal. It got me going so much that I fell asleep and had to rewatch the whole first episode. That's how how jacked up I was from imagining these step-siblings, these these coy step-siblings. I don't even know which... Would you say the Fiona story is the A story? I felt very confused about it. it, 
it really felt like it was going to be this new what's her face Maya. Yeah. But then that sort of fell to the wayside in favor of Fiona throwing that party. Well, for a minute there, I thought it was going to be about the step siblings, and then they really didn't have a whole lot of screen time. <laughs> hey, what? Also, some- Connor reappeared from. I forgot that he went sent away for a program because he was stealing those panties. He was sniffing the panties. They were literally. It was literally like, <laughs> "How was the program? Great. How are you?" And it's like, "Glad to see you're back. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're fine I- now." I got to say, so I went to a high school where we had uniforms that all looked the same, but we had name tags and our name tags were different colors based on what year you were in. But you kept the same color for your year. So mine was blue and I was blue the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like my sister was green, but she was green the whole time. These kids have to change shirts every fucking year, which means they have to buy whole new uniform shirts every year because they're changing colors based on their grade. Yeah, but you buy a new shirt. You wouldn't wear the same shirts in junior year know. or senior year. I mean, it's freshman year. Maybe. No, you grow in high school. Come on, you're going through all that stuff. I was pretty grown by ninth grade, so. But you're yeah, like through all that stuff. Those shirts are going to be all stinky was, and rotten. I was like, wait. So like now I have to figure out who's in what grade again because I have to think about that. <laughs> so is yellow grade nine? Yes, yellow is grade nine. Gotcha. Purple is grade ten. Red yeah. is grade eleven, and blue is grade twelve. So who was red? Did we see any reds or purples? Um, Allie red? and Claire are red now. Oh, God. Allie and Claire are going to be on this show until the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, I like when Connor's like, so who's your best friend now, if not Allie? Oh, yeah. She's like, she tried to steal my She's boyfriend. like, I guess Jake. And it's like, Jake can't be your boyfriend and your best friend. Not that is just asking for not, trouble. <laughs> not when you're in high school. I thought she was going to be like, I guess you, Connor. And he, she didn't say that. <laughs> She's yeah. like, fuck this guy. Fiona's back and she's like, no one, she she literally is like goes, it's a new start for me. Nobody's gonna know who I am. I'm like, wait a minute. They, you've it's gone not that big of a school. school. <laughs> like you've gone to this school for a lot of years now, and you've courted many a controversy upon your time yeah. here. You yeah. directed the school play last year. Like never and even Marisol at one point is like, um, yeah, I know who you are, dude. Marisol fucking sucks, but I lo- I love how bad she is. Like she's yeah. such an it makes ass. her fun. Yeah. She is a devious, devious person. And Katie mm-hmm. is an asshole too. Yeah, yeah. Katie's in a way to me like worse because she like has a conscience and yeah. just lets it go. Whereas yeah. I feel like Marisol's just like, nah, whatever. I'm into whatever I'm into. It took me halfway through this episode to remember that Fiona and Imogen are going to get together at some point. What? Fimogen is a couple. Did I know that? Yes, somebody yeah, told you should, me that. Yeah, yeah, you should know that. I'm pretty S- sure you know that. Somebody told me that, and I think I had the exact same reaction. Somebody told then. me that you had a boyfriend. <laughs> somebody told me Fiona and Imogen were gonna get together. I did. I think, so, but I did have that same reaction. I think when I first heard, that's mm-hmm. a buzz. That's gonna be great. I can't. Can we fast forward to that? <laughs> I'm sure it must happen soon. I can't imagine it's going to take that much longer. Fiona's just like, no one's going to, I need to get new friends because like no one's going to know who I am. And I'm like, dog, you're crazy. Everybody knows who you are. Yeah. She was at rehab over the summer. 
And then Marisol, like when she's like, of course I know who you are. She's like, but what are you? A like socialite and like three things. One of them, I can't remember. Then one was like some kind of socialite. One was a lipstick lesbian. And she was like, well, I'm one of those things. The last one or whatever. And then later in the episode. She's like, except for that I wear lip gloss. Yeah, right. I only wear lip gloss. What's the difference? I, not much one. So my lip gloss is hot. My lip gloss is popping. You know that one? So she says those three things. You're these three mm-hmm. things. And then later on, so she like knows about this person. She knows yeah. this, like the, 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 all of the things. And then later when Imogen's like, she's an alcoholic, everyone was like, what? Mm-hmm. That seems to be like the thing that everyone would know. And she's like, how do you guys not know that she's an alcoholic? I know. She's always like, this is a, th- her, a big part of her personality. Anyway, Fiona's trying to make friends and Marisol and Katie are more than happy to like be these friends providing because they're because basically Fiona's like, let's have a big party and we'll cater it and I'll get sushi from her good friend. I wrote it down. Mr. Ichiro, of course. Yeah. Sushi platter for 20. I love that she's like ready to cater and DJ this party at the drop of a hat. Don't don't put it out yet. I want my friends. I don't want my friends to get food sick. I want them to have fun at the party because she's gonna put the <laughs> sushi out too early. Sushi meets just cat scraps. Remember that? Oh my <laughs> god! I think that all the time. I don't, sushi whenever. meets just cat scraps. <laughs> For your health, Doctor Steve Brule. <laughs> uh, sushi meets and I was like, he's still alive. Sushi meat. Sushi, sushi, sushi me. Sushi. Sushi meets just cat scraps. Scraps. <laughs> That was from Broomheads. If, you, if you're unfamiliar with John C. Riley's character, Dr. Steve Brule from the Adult Swim Show, uh, check it out with Dr. Steve Brule. It's a Tim and Eric thing. I think that thing. was a Tim and Eric, yeah. It was. Yeah. It started yeah. as a Tim and Eric thing, but then it spun off onto its own show, and it was one of the funnier things ever. <clears throat> um, so she's having this party. She's having a party, and she doesn't want to invite Imogen, but like it's kind of like Eli sort of like... Um, guilt her into inviting Imogen. And it's not that she doesn't want to invite Imogen. She just knows that like all these popular girls are going to be assholes about Imogen being there because she's like, she says things like greetings and salutations. So they don't like her. <laughs> like literally that's what we're. It's and like, Marisol calls her the class crackpot. And I'm just like, had we thought this about Imogen previously? I just felt like she was a little quirky. Well, she also was like very kind of like nefariously trying to get Eli to not take his mm, meds mm-hmm. at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She Eli def- is very into spinning now. Yeah, she, yeah. He's he, well, he's you know his recovery. She's very much like a. She reminds me of just like a kind of an annoying theater kid, but also like. I mean, she's also like super hot. <laughs> I mean, it's, sorry, I don't mean that in like a lascivious way, but I what I how I mean mm-hmm. it is like, all right, like yes. This well, isn't actri- even like a scenario. The actress is very hot now, like yeah, as an adult. So. I mean, it's like the, the it's almost like the she's all that thing where like take off the glasses and she's yeah. so hot. But yeah. like she's already so like it, there's no taking off the glasses and she's hot. She just like exists in hotness. And yeah. it's like if you're going to do this, at least like, I don't know. I don't know. What am I saying? I'm probably getting yeah. myself. I'm probably too much, too much whiskey in this whole egg. <laughs> you're getting in too deep. You're trying to keep in too deep and it burns on the streets <laughs> instead of going under. Is that even the words instead of going under? I think so. Yeah. That's what I sang normally. 
<laughs> just saying. Imogen is I like. I can't say I'm thinking about some 41 often in my day to day. I didn't even know. I thought it was yellow card. Remember, I thought that's who <laughs> Yes, that was. yellow card had the violinist. Yeah. What's the yellow card song? Ocean Avenue. Okay, forever. That one? Is that that? We'll get better. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Doesn't even sound like Sum 41. <laughs> Sum okay. 41's nasal whine is just a little bit more up here. And yellow card stays down here. The same like idea. It's you got to get the newfound the glory nasal wine in oh, there because Jordan's voice is just woof. That's some real nasally nasal. Stare at the sky. What's the big one? Hit or miss? How does that go? Hit or miss? What is that one? I don't know. I never really liked newfound glory that much. So I like their very first album, Nothing Gold Can Stay. With I said it stared at the sky. I knew I'd find myself there again. It's a good song. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I don't know how else to cope with the end. Shout out fucking Andy. Mm-hmm. Just because I assume being from Florida, he probably was into not, nothing gold could stay. Or he hated it. One of the two. <laughs> It's not a in between. <laughs> He'll let us know at the hangout, Andy. Let us know at the hangout. I'm guessing not into it. If I have to guess, I'm gonna guess not into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Did Imogen. it or didn't it? <laughs> can we he get there? Can we do? Can we get to did it or didn't it yet? Or no? We still have to do this. We gotta keep going. So mercilessly. So, so Fiona decides to have a party, and she invites Imogen. She's got the sushi. She's got the DJ. Um, Imogen shows up first and like, are you going to do this? Go ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. Say it. Fiona does find, have like a soft spot for Imogen in that she like wants to help her, but in helping her, she also just is like encouraging her to like uh, negate and erase all of the things that make Imogen Imogen, which is Mm -hmm. not like Fiona. And by the end of the episode, that kind of gets rectified and the real Fiona please stands up. Mm -hmm. Um, But so Imogen shows up early because Fiona tells her to show up early and like, we'll get ready together, which is a sweet move. And she shows up in this dress, and this is after Marisol was like, she dresses like a circus performer. And she shows up in this dress that is like the coolest fucking thing you ever saw. Like she they mm-hmm. she opens the door and I'm like, this is the cool I I mean were I a teenager, mm-hmm. I would have been like in love with this person, like no mm-hmm. question. And then immediately Fiona's like, No, this isn't gonna work. We gotta put you in like a hot dress. And even Imogen's like, I don't wanna do that. But she does because she's because Fiona sells it. She's like a salesman. Mm-hmm. Salesman, Rush. <laughs> anyway. So she puts her in a hot dress, and then that's when she like shows up, and everybody's like, <gasps> even Drew is like, oh my God, Imogen. Yeah. She's wearing an outfit to the party that's like probably something that I would have worn in high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And cool. It's a cool outfit. It's cool. It's so much cooler than that, like, boring-ass dress Fiona puts her in later. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't have glasses, so I couldn't do the take your glasses off and then you're suddenly hot. But it she doesn't like... take her glasses off, right? She no. has her glasses she off in the hot on. dress. Yeah. Imogen, man. Yeah. So everyone else shows up at the party, and Katie and Marisol are like, this is great. Like, maybe there's room for you to be our social chair. Um... <laughs> Fiona can't then... believe it. 
and then they decide to play games. And Imogen suggests a game that everyone thinks is lame that I've never heard of. Trees? This is going to go down as one of the greatest moments in the podcast right now. We're sitting on what is about to be one of the greatest moments. She didn't this, say trees, I on guess. On this podcast. <laughs> what did she say if she didn't say trees? She says <clears throat> a really obscure game, like one of these really obscure games that no one has ever heard of. Called, bear with me. If, uh, I'm sure none of the broomheads have heard of this game. It's called Charades, Rachel. Charades. <laughs> when did you dip into that eggnog, my friend? <laughs> I did not hear her. <laughs> like, what the fuck is trees? <laughs> trees. And then I believe they say charades like three times because she's they like, do. charades. I they said trees every time. <laughs> The Canadian accent, the Canadians, the way they wrap their mouth around the word charades, really Just throw you totally miss. Oh my God! They're, she suggests this game that nobody's ever heard of called <laughs> Trees. Well, I didn't say nobody's ever heard of. I said I've never. Oh, heard okay. Of it. <laughs> Maybe it's a Canadian thing. They play this game called. Do they just like stand like trees? What is it? We're just gonna play euchre again. <laughs> oh my God! Beautiful. You can't the bottle it. Bottle it up. But charades is actually like I think very fun as an adult. So I'm that not was... really sure why that was a problem. Oh my god, that was so funny. They could have made a charades drinking game very quickly. I thought you were doing a bit right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make fun of her for wanting to play charades. And then she's like, just kidding. I would never want to play charades. But apparently according to Rachel, she said trees. <laughs> <clears throat> It must be that thick Canadian accent. Somebody who does the hangouts come up with a, a version of a game called Trees that we can all play. Yes, please. <laughs> One of them more like entrepreneurial, uh, fr- creative friends. Um, so, so I play Truth or Dare instead, which I did hear correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they play Truth or Dare. And Marisol gets Owen first and then Owen gets Fiona and she chooses a dare. Cause he's like, girls always choose truth. Mm-hmm. So she chooses dare. And so he dares her to drink a flask of tequila and she doesn't want to because she's an alcoholic. And then Imogen says that she can't because she's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. No one has any idea somehow. They all like kind of yell at her and they're like, Oh no, Fiona mm-hmm. first says Imogen. Why would you make that up? Yeah. But Imogen didn't meet any harm by it. She was trying to help her. She was like, you know, trying to like. Fiona doesn't want everyone to know. That's understandable, I guess, in this scenario. Like, you're just. She wants to. Yeah, she wants to have, you know, it's a fresh start for her. So to kind of get out of this, she's like, we should do something better than this. And we should go to the school, do a senior prank. Yeah. Because Katie has the keys. Yeah. So they go to the school and they cover everything in the calf and tinfoil. Yeah, it's like the most benign prank in the world. And Snake really Why is Snake react. so mad? He's I don't so understand. Mad. I was like, Jesus Christ, Snake, what is wrong with the discipline at the school? A month suspension <clears throat> for covering things in tinfoil? I mean, I don't think you can even suspend somebody for a month. At that point, it's no, just expulsion. Just, They're going to lose yeah. too much time. Yeah. It's also ridiculous. Like, 
Like, have a little bit of whimsy. Like, it didn't hurt anybody. Like, I understand breaking in is not cool, but yeah. senior pranks are, like, kind of an accepted... I guess they're accepted during a specific time frame, and yeah, this wasn't that time frame. So I guess that's why. And it's like, oh, I got to do this right in the fucking beginning of school already would be a yeah. little annoying, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, come on, Snake. You were a kid once. Yeah, you were on the show as a kid once. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're in the school and they're they're doing whatever they're doing. And Imogen's like being a little weird. And she's like, mm-hmm. let's go around. And she does anybody want to come with me? And then Marisol goes with her. And yeah. then as they right after they leave, they realize the cleaning staff is there. So like, we have to leave. We have to leave. And Marisol shows up and they're like, we have to leave. We have to leave. But there's no sign of Imogen who gets left in the lurch. She gets left behind. Mm-hmm. And of course she gets caught. <clears throat> and so she doesn't rat anybody out initially. Mm-hmm. And she gets suspended for a month, indefinite probation, this whole thing. And mm-hmm. Fiona starts to feel bad. And she's like, we really should tell. But Katie's obviously like, they're my keys. I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. I'll be, we'll be thrown off of our positions. So. They sort of convince Fiona to go see Imogen and to like smooth it over and be like, make sure she doesn't tell anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And even if she does, they're not going to believe her over us and we're just going to deny it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Fiona goes over and she's kind of aggressive with uh, Imogen in like really not a nice way. Very un-Fiona. Mm-hmm. No. Where she basically is playing the role of both Katie and Marisol. And she's saying all of this, Mm -hmm. like, we'll deny it and you'll get in trouble and this and that. And we're not, we're never going to get in trouble. And then Imogen tells her that she's like, I got locked in the theater. Like, right. Right. She's like, I think Marisol did that. Yep. Yep. And then, and Katie and Marisol are both like, oh, she's going to get suspended for a week. It's not that big a deal. Let's just like move on. Let's just make it happen and move on. And this is Mm -hmm. when she realized it's not a week, it's a month. Mm-hmm. So she goes to tell Katie and Marisol and she's like, it's actually a month and I just feel really bad. And she said she was locked in the theater. And this is when Katie's like, oh, Marisol, you did it. Like even she knows. And Marisol it was- admits it. Right away. Yeah. So. Um, Fiona's basically like, I can't do this. We have to tell. And if you don't agree with me, I'm going to do it with or without you. So Marisol is so phony and she's like, you're right. This is important to you. We'll do it with you Mm -hmm. and we'll all stand up. And basically Fiona's thinking is it's 20 seniors. They can't suspend Mm -hmm. all 20 of us. She's Mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll go. And then of course Marisol and uh, Katie throw her under the bus in Simpson's office. And they're like, she did it. She told us and we wanted to bring it to you. Fiona's like appalled the whole thing at this point. And and Snake totally just like believes Marisol and Katie, which is annoying. Yeah, I did not care for that. He doesn't. And, he's like Fiona. Come on, you know we thought we said it was going to be different. <laughs> and like I would, if I was Fiona, I would be like, after they left, I would be like, look, dude, you can choose not to believe me, but here's exactly what happened, and yeah. I want you to have that in your mind all year, because yeah. you're gonna do this. It's fine. We'll walk. We'll take the suspension, do the thing. But I got to let you know what happened for real. Yeah. Just so it's in his mind a little bit. But she didn't do that. No. She just takes the suspension. She goes to see Imogen. Oh, first she's like pissed. Katie's like, but there's still going to be an opening in 
social chair. Basically, she's like, this is business. And it's like, what? Or this is politics. Yeah. Fuck off. And then Fiona's like, fuck you guys. I don't really want to be your friend. And so she and Imogen have to take all of the foil off. I guess that's part of their punishment. I'm a little confused by that. Which I would have thought that would have happened already, but it's apparently sitting there. Yeah, it's apparently been sitting there for a while. Who's been using the cafeteria? I have no idea. Um, (laughs) So... They're doing that and Fiona's like, I always mess everything up. And, you know, they kind of have a relatable conversation. Yeah. Um, She's like, I love that Imogen said, like, how am I supposed to stay mad at you if you're such a sad sack? (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. It was. (laughs) And they get into it and like they're they have an easy rapport. And um, they decide by the end of the episode that they're going to, over the course of the year, come up with a scheme to get back at Marisol and Katie. Yeah. Katie I hope is, they do. I if do they too. don't, I'm going to be mad. It's weird because like Katie is definitely like not as malicious as Marisol in some ways, but I almost like like her even less. And I think I said this already. I like like her even less because she's mm-hmm. so she's like so like complicit and just like goes along for all the rides. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Yeah. And she just like is thinking about herself. And I'm like, you also agreed to do this. A hundred percent. When they brought it up, I thought for sure they were going to have to like convince her. But it was like, okay, Yeah. You're supposed to be the president. Such Uh, a waste of foil. But it cost like fifteen dollars in foil. A president is supposed to serve all her people. That's what Fiona said. I also love that, like, they have these uniforms, but they are, like, so half-assed. They can wear so many things they want with these uniforms. (laughs) Yeah. We would have gotten in so much trouble for what they wear with their uniforms. But it was good stuff, I guess. I don't know. It was fine. It was, was, you know, reintroducing everybody, setting up the dynamics of Yeah, of what's coming up for this new school year. Yeah. It was a lot of time spent with the newbies. Yeah. No. Newbies. Newbies. Story. I'm assuming, what do we think about this? Are we doing Jake and. What do you want to do? Step siblings? Step siblings has the least amount to it. So maybe we should just go with the other one first. Okay. Sounds good. We should do that bit where I challenge you to go through step siblings in two minutes. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> I already got it down. <laughs> um, so we we meet Maya, who's Katie's sister, mm-hmm. because they always got to set up the next generation with a sibling from the generation before. Mm-hmm. Not a step sibling, real no, full a real siblings. sibling, full full sibling, or, or, or so we think. Yeah, what well, um, we know right now, full siblings. Maya wants to go to an art school, mm-hmm. but she's stuck at Degrassi. Yes. She's really harried. She can't figure out how to get. She can't figure out which way is up in this place. Oh, Maya. Mm-mm. Where am I going? She runs into Zig. Mm-hmm. Zig Zag is his name. First name Zig. Second name Zag. Zig Zag. Zig Zag. Oh, Zig Zag. It's like Pigpen from yeah. Chuck Brown. Yeah, oh, Pigpen and Zig Zag. <laughs> Zig is like uh, the hot, hot commodity because who's the other girl? Uh, it's Tristan. Tori. Tori. Tori had had a torrid eighth grade love affair with Zig and he broke up with her. And now mm-hmm. she's like, this guy's the worst. She's writing 50 messages on his face range page. 
50. 50. Yeah. Tristan's getting the French horn. He's about to get on the French horn. <laughs> well, it starts off with that Maya has to pretend to be Zig's girlfriend because he's trying to escape someone in the hallway while she's looking for the music classroom and he's looking for the art class and they just do not know where they're going. She eventually finds the music class and she's there. Oh, um, he also, at, when they separate, He's like, oh, I heard about this place called The Dot. Would you want to meet there after school? Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to music class with Miss O, and everyone like is just getting an instrument for the first time. And she's like, oh, we have a star in our midst. And yeah. so we assume Maya must be very good at music. Yeah, Miss O's She's our in- new salve. Miss O's in there scouting the new talent, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So she gets to do she's the cello because she already does the cello. Maya's tr- Miss O's trying to figure out which one of these boys she's going to try to kiss. Mm-hmm. Who's it going to be? Something tells me it's not going to be Tristan. <laughs> so Tori and Tristan are in her class and she meets them and she kind of learns a little bit about it's like she mentions that she met Zig in the hallway and they're like, oh, like he's bad news. And we don't really get the full story of why. Yeah. But she likes him. She's she's smitten by him. He this these, she's smitten. These, I will say these look like children. So at least good on the casting. Yeah. Both Maya yeah. and Zig. They have little little tiny faces. Yeah, they they do really look like children. Tristan does too. Tori could be a little older. She but still she could pass for a ninth grader. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tori, aka Angie. Who's Angie? Oh, that's who that is. It's Alex Steele. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know. I knew she mm-hmm. was on the show, but I didn't know that's who she was playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for her, Tori. Yeah. Only person to become a totally different. Well, I mean, I guess like the original Degrassi people who were on like the kids of Degrassi Street became different characters. But right. like, it's so strange that right. I'm like, we couldn't have just had a grown up Angie. Like, but they would have had to rope Joey Jeremiah that's back the- in. It would have been too much work. And that's why I, th- I bet you that's why. Yeah. They're like, I'm not, we don't have an extra 20 in the budget for Pat. <laughs> Pat's doing conventions. He's fine. He's making more money doing conventions right yeah, now. Yeah, he he's good. He's good. Maybe Pat was like, guys, I'm I'm making more money doing conventions. Yeah. So Maya talks to her sister and kind of comes to the conclusion that like that she should talk to Zig and figure it out for herself. Like what you know what he's about. Instead of like listening to these other kids, she should just kind of see you know, find out for herself what he's like. Yeah, because if she would have listened to what everybody said about Drew. Yeah, it would have not gone. They would never have gotten together. Also, did you notice that Maya speaks very softly? No. It's hard to hear her sometimes. I didn't notice. And I believe you. So she goes to the dot and she meets up with Zig. They can't find a fucking table because all the older kids are taking them from them left, right, and center. Oh, yeah. Dave was like, this ain't no Niners sitting at this table. They paid Dave yeah. 20 bucks for that. Yeah, they did. Couldn't get Pat in, but they they managed to get Dave there. Paid, paid Dave 20 bucks for that. Um, so she tells Zig about that, you know, she heard some things from these people who he went to junior high with. Yeah. And he's like, can I explain? And it kind yeah. of ends the first half on that note. Yeah, it kind of never really explains. No, we don't get the explanation. We never so really. I, hear I don't know what actually happened there. Seems like he just but we was do, like. We do later. We find out yeah. that we find out that they had dated for. We, we find this out much later. He <laughs> did not explain it then. We find out that he and Tori dated for a month 
um, less than a month, and which is so long in kid years. Mm. Um, and he kind of was like, well, if I get to like ninth grade, I like don't want to be tied down by a girlfriend. He's like all new people. And I just want to see like what it's going to be like, which like also you're fucking 13, 14. Like, that's fine. <laughs> like I don't think it's like something that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so what ends up happening at the beginning of the next episode is that I guess Maya's like into Zig now. And so she kind of says as much to like Tori and Tristan. Yeah. And Tori is pissed. So she opens the spit valve on the trombone I was and blows. Gross. Yeah. It was really gross. It was pretty gross. <laughs> Maya handled it pretty good. And by pretty good, she attacked her, like it punched her in the face. But I would have been yeah. so gross. I'm so grossed out by that idea of that. Yeah. It was pretty disgusting. Um, and they, they have like a serious cat fight. Yeah. Cat fight. Cat fight. Girl fight. Rachel loves a cat fight. God, I do. Especially on this show, and especially when you're a new character. Yeah. So they end up in Snake's office, and Snake's like, you guys got to figure this out. And so she starts crying, Tori. And she's like, I just love him. I want him back. Can you find out what went wrong? Like, basically, like, you know, she's gaslighting. It feels a little bit manipulative. Yeah, totally. Well, that's at the end when she, because at the end they end up back together and mm-hmm. Maya's upset and she's like, Tori's like, Maya, look, it went exact as perfectly as pla- perfect. And she was, and Maya knows. She's like, almost as if you planned it. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'm not that smart. Yeah, right. Yeah. You are yeah. that smart, Tori. Mm-hmm. I'm into Tori. She seems to be a little wild. Yeah. And then, uh, Maya talks to her sister about like, is high school always this complicated? Yes. Why well, yes, it is. make high school so complicated? You know? It is. Good question. See the way you're acting like you're somebody else gets me frustrated. I feel like I am intrigued by all these characters, but I'm not into any of them yet. Yeah, it's too new. They're too it's new. It's too new. I'm not, I'm definitely, I feel nothing for any of them. I'm, I'm like, exci- I gotta give it some time. I'm excited for Tristan. He seems like a bit of a fun bitch. You know, I like him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He seems like he's gonna be fun. And I like, um, Maya's not doing too much for me. I like Tori. Mm-hmm. You like the, the you like the ones who are causing the drama. They're stirring the pot. I like the Veronicas to the no. Do I like the Bettys or the Veronicas? I like the Veronicas. Yes. Yeah. Right. I think Betty, so. Betty's the blonde. I think so. Yeah, I like the. Veronicas. I'm not. In, I was not into Archie. So I like the Veronicas. I like the little like you know kind of like yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. More fun ones. Maya's yeah. definitely a Betty. Yeah, she's a real Betty. She's an Emma. Yeah, she's an Emma. She's an Emma. She's she's a Claire. She's our replacement. Yep. And she's the sister of another character, so. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that was Alex Steele. Yeah. Good for her. Alex is a... Well, that's a different person. <laughs> Don't confuse me. Sorry. I'll start thinking Alex uh, from Instant Star is on this show. We never even finished Instant Star. No, I don't know if we'll go back to it either. It's all about getting the sea story. Rach, do you think you can do it? Two minutes. Two minute warning. The two minutes. I already talked about Connor, so I think that I can. Yeah, all right. Do you want me to time you? Or is that too much pressure? Too much pressure. 
time it's No, I think you, you can time me. I think we're good. All right, Rachel is going to try to get through the C story, which is the step siblings, which is potential step sibling fucking. Mm-hmm. In two minutes, here we go. We're gonna. The clock is almost ready, and tell you tell me when you're ready, and I'm gonna hit it. You want me to three, two, one, yeah? Okay, I'm ready. Go. So Jake and Claire are dating now, and no one and their their parents do not know this, and so they're trying to hide it, and they're very into each other, and you know what's gonna happen? We don't know. Um, so we know that Claire was against having sex before marriage previously, but now she might be into it, but Claire wants to talk to Jake about it and make sure that they're on the same page. And she has a sizzle teen magazine quiz to make sure that they are ready to have sex. And Jake is worried that Claire thinks they're going to be together forever. And he's not sure about that. So they do this quiz to see if they're emotionally prepared. Um, and he's just like freaking out about every single question. He's like, I can't, I'm not sure about this. Um, but then they have a talk. It's fine. Back together. So the next night their parents are going to be out. And so it might be the night to have sex. Um, and during class that day with Dom Perignon, Jake is looking at sizzle team magazine <laughs> and, <laughs> it becomes this whole thing about whether he's like worried about Claire thinks that they're going to get married. And he's like, I don't think we're going to stay together. This is just like a teen relationship. And so it's this different expectations kind of thing. So they're literally about to have sex. We also find out that Claire bought sexy lingerie for the, com- yeah, um, the occasion. Um, and they're literally about to have sex. And Jake is just like freaks out because she says something about like being together forever. And he rejects her. And then Claire is pissed. And the next day at breakfast, she doesn't want to talk to Jake. She's like, you rejected me. And then their parents ask them to go to the farmer's market. And Claire wipes away a tear. And they go in the end. One minute, 39 seconds. Yeah, it's not that much. (laughs) Because I already talked about Connor. Connor would have taken an extra 21 seconds. Interesting, though, that they were. I thought this was kind of interesting with the whole like um, Jake perspective of like, I don't want to hurt her, so mm-hmm. I can't. If her mm-hmm. expectations are this high, I don't want to mm-hmm. sleep with her. Because Bianca gets in his head a little bit about that. Because mm-hmm. from the Sizzletine magazine had the article or the mm-hmm. letter to the editor. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like, you don't see that every day. The kind of like yeah. taking care of the feelings of the person. So it wasn't like he was being malicious. He, I think they were both too much in their heads. I mean, she was okay with it. Yeah, they probably should have just had sex. Like, I think it would have been fine. I, like, I think it would have been fine. I think they were both pretty prepared. I think they were way it. too in their heads about it. They're and it's like, did prepared. you get condoms? Like, that's all we need to know. It's almost too prepared, I think. They were too prepared yeah. for this. It's, a, it's oh supposed to be a little clumsy. Overprepared. And they ended up breaking up. God bless. Long live the Jake-Claire relationship. Yeah, no more step-siblings still girlfriend boyfriend no more it was pretty hot and then until it wasn't until it didn't exist anymore so what are you gonna yeah. do yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do and who knows they might get back together they break up all the time these two. Oh my god she claire breaks up with everyone and gets back together with them and she's got no friends this is her best friend yeah. she's gonna lose yeah. her best friend one of the broomheads said this is the beginning like we were talking about this last week but this is the beginning of the breaks in the claire facade yeah so I think she's just going to get real fucking boring. Yeah, I can see that coming. I'm starting to sense yeah. it myself, to be honest. Yeah. I've, I There was a good clear run there, and it's just gone downhill again. 
when she was explaining to Connor why she's not friends with Allie anymore and she was like, she tried to steal my boyfriend and that's so textbook like don't the guy bears no responsibility in that scenario. Yeah. And that's Connor's so like, fucking annoying. was she successful? <laughs> and he's like, no, she, no. She goes, no, he's not that shallow. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, such like, bullshit. Yeah, I'm starting to lose. You know, never say that something can't happen because yeah. it can always happen. Yeah. He bears no responsibility for what happened between the two of them. You know, mm-hmm. that's annoying. Yeah. Well, Rach, what do you think on this Christmas episode? I mean, it's going to air after Christmas, but we're still in the Christmas season. We're a week mm-hmm. away from Christmas as we record this. Yeah. What do you think? Did well, it or didn't it? No one got expelled. No. The step siblings didn't have sex. Nope. The grade niner story, other than the spit valve, which was gross, didn't was really go anywhere. Great, so I'm going to say it didn't. I would agree with that. I don't think it did. I don't think it did. I don't even know if the step siblings having sex would have got us there, to be honest, because it was so so mature up until that point. I know. I was like, <laughs> stop being so mature about things. I'd like it to just be a little bit messy. But the funny thing is, is like they were mature, but in that maturity, they were so immature. Yes. Also, you know, great. like they were they were almost like playing. They were playing mature. They were playing. They, we understand this. Story. I got to say, they look like they could almost be full siblings. They do. <laughs> that would have gone there. <laughs> I do. I do sort of appreciate, though, how Jake was like, if I can't give her this. I thought it was like it was kind of sweet in its own weird way. It, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Jake ain't so bad. But yeah, I agree that it did not go there. Yeah. So, Pat. Yeah. Truth or dare? Uh, truth? Who do you have a crush on in this episode? Don't put it that way because I already <laughs> said something that's going to make this feel too inappropriate. I can't, I can't answer it honestly if you put it that way because it's going to feel too inappropriate. So you got to change it. Sorry. Leave that in the episode. You don't have to cover anything. Leave that in the episode. There's a okay. full, there's a very easy one here, but you're missing yeah. it. And then I'm going to yeah. ask it to you that way if you don't ask it to okay, me. Okay, okay. I was going to ask, like, who's going to be chair of the social committee? Well, it's going to be, for me, it's going to be Imogen. But I, So I couldn't <laughs> say the last thing you said because I had already <laughs> talked. I was saying, when I, when yeah. I say, like, she's hot, it's not like yeah. I mean I think she's hot. I mean, no. but she's an objectively, like, in She's this, objectively attractive. And this, she's, like, she's got world, the she's all that thing going on. She's yeah. a hot person. Let's be fair. She's a hot yeah. person. There's hot people. There's not hot people. She's a hot mm-hmm. person. Most people mm-hmm. on this show are, for the most part, hot people. That's why they're on mm-hmm. the show. Um, but I really liked Imogen. I I liked Imogen so much more when she was like I don't care what other people think, and then I do. Then she got sort of pulled into the world of like changing. But I think that was more for Fiona than anybody else. Which now that yeah. you say that they're going to become a thing, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I really liked Imogen in this episode. I thought Fiona too. Shout out Fiona was pretty great yeah. by the end of the episode. Yeah. Fiona never fails us. You know. Yeah. No. Fret not. But Rach. Out of all these characters, which one do you want to play the classic Canadian game Trees with? <laughs> well, you can't play with just one person. It doesn't work that way. You don't know. You crowd Who the fuck? No, you don't know how Trees works. <laughs> you have no clue. Maybe it's a two-person game. It's like Slapjack. <laughs> oh, Trees. Playing um, I mean, I think it's Imogen. There was a part of me that almost wanted to say Jake, too. 
I think Jake is in the running for sure. This yeah. is one of the it's feast or famine sometimes with these episodes. This has a lot yeah. of people in the running, I would say. Yeah, it's a lot of people, but no standouts. Yeah. Um, and that makes it hard. I thought the the interesting thing about Jake was how much he really considered this whole thing. And I appreciate like that. I appreciated that. I yeah. I don't appreciate the way he got up when Claire said that, but I also understand why he did. So I was kind of like, maybe Jake, but I, I kind of agree with about Imogen for this one. I also think that Jake was right to not take that stupid quiz seriously because it was like dumb. How do you it want our dumb. sex to be? He's like, I don't know. He goes, sexy? I was like, great answer. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I was like, great I would answer. also like it to be sexy. Yeah, what an answer. I thought he nailed it. She was like, who, who would guess sex is sexy? <laughs> Well, oftentimes I think that Claire wants to control things too much. Mm, I agree. But I do think it says a lot about Jake that most of that trepidation wasn't because he didn't want to do it. He obviously Mm -hmm. wanted to do it, but Mm -hmm. he did. He was taking her feelings into account. But again, like we said, probably a little too much because she was very much like, I'm into it, dude. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's get this moving. Let's get this train. Let's pull this train into the station. Oh no, a bull is running on the tracks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a bull it so Pat, we do have some people to welcome into the room today. It's beginning to look a lot like a Christmas everywhere you go. This is one of my favorite Christmas. I also like this one, the silver bells. It is a Christmas time in the city. And I also like this one. I like the song, the chestnuts roasting on an open fire song. You know that the one of Rachel? Mm-hmm. I love that one. I love the part. I like the Nat King Cole one. I like it when he goes, but the Santa's on his way. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I like it the way he says a Santa. Santa's on. Not the King Cole. It is. It doesn't get a much better. If you like the Christmas songs, mm-hmm. it doesn't get a much better than a Not the King of Cole. People just say, well, what about the Johnny Mathis? And they say, fuck Johnny Mathis. And then people say, well, what about the Frank Sinatra? And then you know how, I, well, how Pat feels. But I share Pat's opinion because in a lot of ways mm-hmm. we are the same person. So <laughs> I say, fuck Frank Sinatra. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, give mm-hmm. me a Not the King Cole Give me, even I will say for the fun ones, I like Andy Williams. I like okay. Andy Williams okay. is a good one too. Johnny Mathis, I don't know. It's just not doesn't do it mm-hmm. for me. Frank Sinatra does okay. He does okay. In the Christmas songs, he does okay. But I say Annette King Cole is the king of Christmas. What do you think, Rachel? Who's the king of Christmas? Mm-hmm. Or the queen of Christmas? Maybe a, Darlene Love, I would say, is the queen of Christmas. What do you think is the king of Christmas? John Tesh? I think it's Santa Claus. Oh, that is a good answer, Richard. And you know what? <laughs> this is why. This Some is people why, might say it's Jesus, I but mean, you know, yeah, I think it's Santa Claus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All fucking like religious Christmas songs. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you should have said that to Santa when he is around. I think it would make him feel so nice, and then maybe he wouldn't be so mean. I think yeah, his true. attitude is in a direct reaction to what you bring to the table sometimes, Rachel. It's he true. He plays off of you. You know how it goes. You play When they say you play against the competition, a good team will sometimes play bad if they're playing a bad team, or a bad team will play good if they're playing a good team. Mm. Mm-hmm, He's playing mm-hmm. against as a competition, which is a, is like you know the stairs. 
those thousand yards of stairs with the anger and the frustration in them. And then the Santa comes and he's got his, he's got his blockades up. I'm not the speaking of a Santa. Okay. Far be it for me. He is a lot bigger than okay. me. I'm a small, I am a small cricket. Okay. But it is good to see you and happy birthday, Rachel. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Del Rossi. I saw you surfing. I flew out to Costa Rica. I didn't I didn't want to you, you flew with your little wings? I did. I didn't want to get in your way. I just wanted to say I wanted to see you surfing a little bit. And I saw it and it was a so good. Oh, thank you. It was a so good to see you standing up on that the surfboard, catching mm-hmm. the waves, hanging ten, hanging loose, doing radical things. So nice mm-hmm. to see it. Totally tubular. Totally the tubularist. But anyway, I got a job to do, so tell me my job. Who is here? Who's coming we in? We got two people to welcome into the room today. Two people. We got Erica. Oh, Erica. I knew it. Do you notice lately I've been a no I know it all the time. I always know it now. That's mm-hmm. a new thing. I always I knew it was gonna be Erica. My mm-hmm. good friend. Erica. You always know. I always know now who it is gonna be. And this time it was Erica. It's so nice to see you, Erica. Come on in, take a seat, take a chair. You can put your feet up, you can put your slippers on. You don't have to put your slippers on because it's gonna be temperature. The temperature's gonna be how you like it. So maybe you like it to have it a little bit colder so you can to put your slippers on. That is how I like it. <laughs> I like to make it just a little bit colder so I can it's wear a, a cozy. Cold. Mm-hmm. I like a cozy so I can make myself a little bit of cozy. Mm-hmm. And I put on a Christmas lights at the Christmas season. I put on and I have a nice time. You could make it Christmas season all year long in the room if you want, Erica. But regardless of how you want to do it, we are so happy to have you. It is our pleasure to have you in the room. Welcome to the Patreon. And you will be able to hear Pat and Rachel talk about time for her to come home for Christmas. Yes. Which was not a good movie from what I heard. But we'll see soon. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> you'll, you'll find out the soon. I think there was a somebody was in the army. And the somebody was a Sinead Grimes Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Who else and do we, we got? We also have JoJo. Oh, I knew it was going to be JoJo. I said it to you earlier. Remember, Rachel? I said there's going to be probably be JoJo, right? Yeah. No, you're lying. I didn't say that. Have I you haven't seen me? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even haven't seen, seen you. Just, weeks. But you know what you do, Richard? You play along, and that's why I love you. You play along. Yeah. You're a good. Yeah. You're a good scene yeah. partner. You're like an improv scene partner. I'm a yes you're, and. You're always yes going and. along. And I say thank you so much, Jojo. It is good to have you, Erica and Jojo, Casey and Jojo. You remember Casey and Jojo, Rachel? Yeah, I do. The do the, the the singers Casey and the Jojo. Maybe Casey yeah. from the show. Oh, and this JoJo could be in could a singing group together. Casey and JoJo. Casey yeah. and JoJo. But he is not Casey in real life. He has a name. <laughs> what is his name, Rachel? The actor who plays a KC. Sam. Is that true? Yeah, it's Sam Earl. Oh, Rachel got the dime. Nailed it right on the head. Sam and JoJo. Mm-hmm. Sam and the Cat. Like the show, the spinoff from iCarly and Victorious that had Ariana Grande and Judith McCurdy. <laughs> Sam and the Cat. But Jojo, it is just so happy to have you here. We, ho- we hope that you have a nice time. We hope you are going to feel like a beautiful sense of community and a welcome and a love from all of us. The same with you, Erica. We want to have you all come have you. It's Christmas all year long, the season. We're not giving presents all the time, but we're having nice, warm times together with our slippers and our socks. Maybe a slipper sock. You could have one that is two. One thing acts Ooh. as a two things. It's a I like sock. a slipper sock. I like a slipper it's sock. It's a sock, but it's got grips on the bottom, I think, is what it is. Yeah, I don't have any yeah. Of but it's nice. You can have them. You wear. We actually provide them in the room. 
We have special Ooh. the room slipper socks. We provide them. We provide. Yeah, them, we yes. got all this food and we got slipper socks. Well, we I I do, Rachel. You don't oh, really sorry. have much okay. jurisdiction over the room. You just kind of like make. I don't. The thing. I don't get to go there. So I don't, I don't know really that I've know seen you on. in the room one time. To be quite well, honest, I'm not allowed. You don't pay I Patreon. Pay. I didn't pay. <laughs> it's true. Yes, yes, <laughs> very true. This is how strict we are about the room that even the creators, if they're not the paying the Patreon, well, we don't. Then you can't come in. You can hear them talk about the show and all that, but you can't come in. Jojo, thank you so much. I'm gonna give you the time of your life. As, as always, we do. And Erica, the same to you. <laughs> We're so happy to have you both. Thank you for coming mm-hmm. to the room. And Rachel, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays to whatever holiday you celebrate to everybody, all the broomheads. We love to see you. We love to have you. Again, this will be after Christmas. You're going to hear this after Christmas, but just uh, just pretend it was before. Or listen to it next year again. You can listen to it before Christmas, then it'll be the whole thing. Happy holidays. Let the berry bells keep ringing. The berry bells. The berry bells. I think it's merry, but you know. Yeah, that would make more sense. Merry bells would make a lot more sense. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Del Rossi's out of here. He just left. He didn't even say goodbye. Oh, wow. All right. Bye. He had a bunch next of eggnog. Oh, that's fair. It's, he was it's hard. Si- he was sitting on the corner of my glass this whole time, and I'd look down and I'd notice some of the eggnog mm-hmm. was gone, mm-hmm. and a small little body like that that he has. Yeah, that's tough. He's going to be out for a couple of days, I think. But better for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get to this. <laughs> Full. I know. I'm like, I got to eat dinner after those two bottles of those two glasses of eggnog. Two bottles of eggnog. <laughs> So much egg, so much nog. Eight fingers. Yeah, eight fingers. Well, broomheads and dope monkeys, we love you so much. We love you. Thank you for listening. We hope as you had always. a nice holidays, holiday season. And a dickery duck. Yeah. Oh, New Year's still coming though. They still got New Year to look forward to. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of New Year's. Well, not you. I'm saying the broomheads and the dope monkeys. Yeah. Maybe they love the New Year's. Maybe they love watching Anderson Cooper and uh, Andy Cohen. <laughs> they love the Andes. <laughs> Anderson Coop, Cooper and Cohen. Remember when it used to be Kathy Griffin and then she got she yes. died. She passed away. She didn't die. No, I know. <laughs> I was like, don't tell me she's dead. Yeah, she's <laughs> I not didn't. Dead. Carson Daly. She held up a head of the Donald Trump and that was the end of it. Yeah. But I think she's kind of back around doing stuff. We love for the best. I support Kathy best. Griffin. So and by support, I just think she's fine. I don't yeah. give her money or anything, but no. you, you send money to Kathy Griffin every month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that, but I, I I root for Kathy Griffin certainly over yeah. Donald Trump. Oh yeah, hands down. So you can find us on the internet. Um, you can join mm-hmm. us on Patreon, Patreon.com/deep. You like can Erica find us and on- JoJo. Yes, like Eric and Jodo did. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Deem Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group. Join that. Don't follow the Facebook page. We don't post on that Facebook page. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. You can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com, and maybe our New Year's resolution will be to respond to those emails, and maybe it won't. We'll find out. We still have time. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, so that's it. I'm going to so, try to drink less in the new year. That's my new year's resolution. Yeah, so. I think that's probably for the best for all of us. Mm, for me, for sure. <laughs> getting less nog. Getting pickled more out egg, of here in the world. More egg, less nog. Um, probably less so, eggs, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The eggs can be good for you. Protein. I don't eat a lot of eggs, to be honest. I eat eggs, yeah. like, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. You, you know what you the know. problem with eggs is? <laughs> they get cold so fast. 
Oh, they do. Yeah, and it's gross if they're cold. Yeah, they get cold too fast. There, I was at the diner, and this old lady was behind me, and like they didn't bring the toast she wanted, and she was like, I want the other toast. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, okay. And she's like, but you know, it's going to come out, and the eggs are going to get cold. And I was like, oh, God, this lady. And then I thought about it, and I was like, she's She's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the right toast. Yeah. Happy holidays, Rach. Happy holidays. Good night. An eggnog, definitely. An eggnog, definitely. Ikniowski.